BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. How's everyone doing? I'm doing pretty good considering this is a Tuesday for most of you, but for us, it's the last show of the week. So it's pretty exciting to <laughs> know that alarm-free living is coming our way. You're going on vacation, but for me, I get to sleep in my own bed alarm-free, which is such a treat, you yeah. know? Happy for you. So also today is like a beautiful fall day in New York and I'm just... Um, it's really not. It's so stunning. It's raining this morning. It's stunning outside. For sure, for sure. It's stunning. There's a chill in the air, you know, that's the kind that we that sweeps away all the bad smells. By the way, like, okay, so we're on like, what's the word? Like opposite paths. Like you're being so positive this morning. Like, and that was me like two weeks ago. I'm in the worst fucking mood today. Like, Yikes. I just got my period right before my trip, which is just so annoying. Having no, the worst that, okay. cramps. Can, Thea woke me up a million you, times okay. in the middle of the night. Okay, can I help you turn it around? Sure. So you got your period right before your trip, which is actually great because you drop that bloat, like, really quickly. It's better than getting your period in the middle of the trip and then the first few days you're bloated. And then about, you lose 10 pounds, you're about, like that. Because you're about to get your period. Okay, sure. Like, I don't really care about and being bloated. I'm it, bloated consistently. Like, I don't see the difference. You really don't, like, feel a little bit lighter when you when your period drops? Do you want to know a fun fact about me? I've never been bloated. Like, in, <laughs> or, or, or I've never been not bloated. I don't know. People are always like, I'm so bloated. I'm like, oh, really? I'm just fat. Like, I no, don't know what bloated is. I agree with that. Like, I never say I'm so bloated. Like, there unless people- I literally ate, like, my body weight and salt. Like, I can't imagine actually feeling, like, so bloated. But I do always feel, like, a little before my period comes. And then once it comes, I do feel a drain. No. You don't feel that? No. No, I don't think it would make a difference. That's what okay, I'm saying. Okay, okay. So that one doesn't work for you. So no, I'm now, just like now, having cramps. Now, see Can you just let me complain, please? No, like, we're going to turn your frown upside down. Turn it around, 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 turn the beat around. Love to hear percussion. Yeah, turn it upside down. You know, this made me feel better. You know, I think the triangle counts as percussion. Literally, of course. Literally. It's a percussion instrument. Right? Um, so Theo woke you up throughout the night because he just wanted you to know that he was there because no, he's so going to miss you. you. No. He wanted to spend extra time no, let together. Me tell you. Let me tell you. I couldn't sleep. And I'm like tossing, turning, tossing, turning. Finally, I drift. I'm like there. I'm like in 87%, percent, like, you know, about to just... Yeah, well, your thoughts start, stop making sense. And then, someone's standing on my back. And it's fucking Theo. And he wanted to get under the covers, which is sweet, but, like, you could do it yourself. So I let him in, and then I was up. Then I was up. Talked to Ben, watched some TikToks. Like, it was just no going back. And then I didn't go to bed till like, 2. Oh, and then I woke up with my period. Like, I feel as though I'm entitled... Why me? <laughs> I've, in, I've earned my bad mood. Okay, fine, fine. And then you had cramps, you said? Of course. Did you take Midol? I took, I take Advil. Big mistake. No, I know you, like, 
sung the praises of my doll for so long and then like earlier this year i was like all right let me fuck with my doll and to be honest i felt no difference no i think my doll is so great it's so targeted you know to the cramp needs that's plus what it, you had said plus it has a little caffeine that's what you had said as well so okay but you know what different strokes for different folks i'm sorry you're feeling this way me too things happen they do we've got an menstruating queen and a pregnant queen this room is just radiating with different hormones yes quite different hormones but back to what i was saying i think it's quite a good day especially considering it's our last show of the week so we have so much love and energy to give into the show and like yesterday was the most chaotic day on the planet I so know. like i know it was so chaotic we recorded the redheads it was crazy <laughs> <laughs> no instagram was down facebook was down whatsapp was down like if you if you live that. in israel like that's <laughs> the only people i know who use whatsapp and like the morning toast didn't upload the video until much later in the day because I um, had to edit something out that I had said. It wasn't bad or anything. It was just like too personal, if yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Um, and the YouTube platform, like if you want to take it up with YouTube, that's on them. It yeah, took they can eight their, hours just to edit out one thing. They can get their processing done faster. So you know? that was my fault. Today I'm going to try and not say anything stupid, overshare. I mean, I've already spoken about my period, so I don't know how much more I could share. Right. Right. But yeah, today no, we're going to be on time. Yesterday was crazy. We'll talk about the outage. It's obviously a story. It was the biggest story of the day. I want to know how it affected you. I mean, I've never been so unbelievably bored in my whole fucking life. Really? But also, like, I did a bunch of things yesterday, like I had put off doing. I don't think I did it consciously. Like, you know, Instagram's down. Let me be productive. But I, like, needed to do something with my hands. And I have all these flights I've been needing to book. I have so many weddings coming up all over the country. I'm just like such a globe setting trot hopper. And I did a lot of things that I haven't done in a while. So maybe that was good. But like overall, I was just bored to tears. I understand. And then like I did an Instagram story when we were back. I'm like, thank God I've been so bored. And people are like, that's so sad. Like normalize being obsessed with Instagram. Fuck off. No, I think being obsessed with Instagram has been normalized. I think it's weird that people said that's so sad considering everybody was like posting stuff like that yesterday. I just want, I don't know what... I did with my day yesterday, but I really didn't notice. It's because I was like napping. I was chilling with brew. It was still down. I was like not pressed about it. And then around like five o'clock when I was like going to the redheads, I was like, oh, that's crazy. It's still, it's down. Like it's been a down day. I didn't really realize. Right. It started being down the second we wrapped the toast. Like I had yes. posted a story. That I, rem- that I the remember. Toast that never went through. But then I got home. I was chilling with brew. It was down. And then by the time I, like a few hours later, I realized it was still down. I was like, oh, this is a big deal. But it really didn't impede my day. No, it didn't impede my day. I was just fucking bored. It actually did impede something because we recorded the Redheads last night, but we weren't able to get questions from the readers. So we don't have any Redhead questions, but we have lots of DBQs um, from the readers the book club guide so it's a really great episode we recapped a slow fire burning by paula hawkins it drops on thursday so that's just another day where you don't have to go podcast lists even though we are ooo so just really quickly one more thing i wanted to say about the facebook and instagram outage mm-hmm. like you'll you, have a time to talk about it as well oh it's a story it's a story okay so you know i'll save my hot take yeah because we're going to talk about what happened there hot, what hot. we know what we don't know which is probably everything and what it means for so, society for sure. We also have Dear Toasters today. Great. Big day here. Mm-hmm. And I caught up on Only Murders. I'm caught up except for yesterday's episode. Oh, yesterday. Yeah, they come out Tuesday. Is today Tuesday? Yeah. Oh, it just came out at today. I have to say, like, this whole dropping weekly thing is so not conducive for my lifestyle. I know. Like, I thought that the show was over and I, I got down to watch, like, so many episodes last night. And it was, like, 8 o'clock and it was done because episodes are really short. Yep. 
and there was like only four. Like I thought it was, and it's just getting good. Like, yeah, no, it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. So I'm obsessed, and I do think like if you think one of them should win an Emmy or like you know it's being acclaimed as like the best show this year. Okay. So of course people are going to be nominated. Okay. Who? Because like honestly, Steve Martin and Martin Short are competing for the same category. Who do you think out of the three of them should get nominated and who should win? I think they'll all obviously get nominated because if it's the best show and they're the stars, then they made it the best show. Who should win? I don't. I know you don't like like him. My least favorite, Martin Short. 100%. He's giving it all to the show. He was being so funny. I can't believe you don't like him. Like, he is, whoever wrote this character, first of all, it's so on point from, like, like a retired Broadway, like, failed producer. His one-liners, I turned on the, uh, the subtitles because I felt like I was missing some of his jokes. He, that character is so funny. I can't believe you don't like him. I don't dislike him anymore. I just, like, really didn't like how he was, like, being sneaky and he had mismanaged, like, his life. Funs. And then he was, like, trying to sell this podcast. But now that everyone's above board and spoiler alert, like, between the three of them, there's really no secrets mm-hmm. anymore. I, I like him more. I agree with that. I just don't like when you're, like, hiding stuff and you're going to bring the rest of the group down with you. I couldn't agree more. But, you know, there was one low point um, in the show and that was when we had to, like, see Selena Gomez's fake mom, like, inspire her, like, with her art. Like, it was so dark. I'm like, this is, like, this show so far has been A plus 10 out of 10, elevated, classic. And this was giving me very much, like, the mom from Wizards of Waverly yeah. Place vibes. Yeah. Like, I was really surprised. Like, that whole scene was, like, I was watching a different show. And no, then, then I, they went back to City and everything was back to normal. I actually agree. That was the first time where I was like, oh, Selena Gomez is in this. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Like, this is the first time I was like, where's my phone? You know? <laughs> Gotta check what's Gotta, going on. It see, was so boring. Yeah. No, but the show itself is really good. And the most recent episode that I watched was from the perspective of Theo, by the way. Yes. Theo, love to see it. No, his name is Teddy. His dad's Theo. No, I think Teddy is short for Theo. Wait, no, no, Teddy the, is the dad. They, you know, but they're named after each other. Teddy's the dad. Theo's the son. Okay. Okay. Think, yeah. Um, and he's deaf. And so the whole episode was from his perspective. So there wasn't very much sound. Which was actually really cool. It was really cool. And Did well done. Did you feel scared watching it? Like the silence was freaking me out. Maybe because I was home alone and it was dark. Mm. But like it wasn't a scary episode per se. I was. No, I think I watched it like at dusk on the couch. Got it. Like the silence was giving me like creepy ass vibes. Mm. Interesting. But I thought it was a very unique take to represent someone who's deaf. Yeah, I could see that episode like being nominated for something. Because I've not seen anything like that. Me neither. And it was just, it's such a good show. Like I was actually so devastated when I ran out of episodes. But I guess there's another one today. And then did Theo feel seen because... He's Theo. Because his namesake? Yes, yeah. he did. And in he the was, book that we just read, there's a character, Theo. You know what? The more I ruminate on it, the more I regret naming Theo Theo because, like, my future son's name should be Theo. It's a gorgeous fucking name. I think you could still name your kid Theo because it's one thing to name a dog after a person. That's a no. But it's, I think it's nice to name a person after a dog. I would actually argue that it's worse. No, no, no. But think about little Craig. Disgusting. That's disgusting. That's the worst. Like, here's this dog. I'm naming it after you. No, I, I think, honestly, they're both pretty pretty shitty. No, I don't. I think that, like, upgrading the dog's name to a human. Like, the dog, it's only good things for the dog. Well, the good thing is I have my period, and I don't have to think about that right now. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to one day, you have my support. Um, you're open to it? Yeah, it's Theo you have to talk to. It's a gorgeous name. No, it's gorgeous. And, and you get, think of the, you yeah, get, the nicknames. You get Theodore, you get Theo, and you get Teddy. You know what? 
my I've had like this renaissance with my Kindle. Like I was on like a six month break and I was just reading so many books. And you know, if you're pregnant or like thinking about becoming pregnant or like adopting and you're thinking of child names, like read books. Like I found so many random fucking names and I'm like, that's pretty. I definitely do read like looking for names. I haven't seen anything via book, Mm -hmm. but yeah. No, also when I'm watching um, TV, like, I'm always think, like looking at everyone's names now. Yeah, but like honestly, I could go through a whole TV show and not know the main character's names. Like, what the fuck is Martin Short's name? That's a really good question. And in a, in the book, like their first name comes up so many times, like you have to remember it. That's a really good question. Yeah, I know his name is Brazos, but what's his real name? Another really good. You're asking all the hard questions. I know Mabel because that's like an odd name. Who no, would and that? everyone's like Mabel this, Mabel that. Like they're right, obsessed. Mabel, Mabel, Mabel. Everything's about Mabel. Yeah. So what are the two main characters' names? I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know. We could look it up, but I'd rather not know. And also, like, I went through watching all of Squid Games, not knowing one person's name, because, like, you're not allowed to say your name in the Squid Game. Um, But then, like, they shared it at the end. But, like, I couldn't remember. That sounds kind of annoying. Yeah, but um, I just love Only Murders. Like, I just, I can't really stress enough how I'm, like, obsessed with the show. No, I might rewatch it after. It's so good. And I'm sure you'll pick up new things. Mm -hmm. It's really, really good. And, of course... It pays respect to podcasts and the oh. art of podcasting. And I feel seen. I don't know about you. A hundred percent. And I keep waiting for this one particular scene because they filmed right outside my building. And I was like, what show is Selena Gomez doing with Martin Short? I was so confused because honestly, when you think about it, like without knowing what the show is, like what the fuck? Like it's so random. And I'm just waiting for them to be shooting outside my building. Oh, that's pretty cool. I haven't seen it yet. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. You know, actually, I watched yesterday's episode, and it was amazing, obviously. No complaints. Um, Actually, just one. Like, when we were doing our final story, like, you really cannot hear the triangle when we go like this. Like, we need to be like this. Oh, but when we do final story, are you able to hear your ad-libbing at the end? Obviously. Like okay, you, but I think that's They can hear my ad-libbing at the end in China. I think that's because... My voice is too loud. No, the triangle is further away. I think it's good, the way the triangle is. I, All just, the triangle content I've seen has been really premium. Okay. Okay, do you think that without further ado, we should just jump right in? Oh my God. Head I, first. I know that you don't know what that hand motion is referencing. It's referencing a dive into the water. To reference or not reference. But there's this woman on TikTok who's a former sex worker. And she shares like the craziest fucking stories. And she always uses this song. Feels like I'm going insane. Yeah. It's a thief in the night to come and grab you. And she does the same three hand motions. But she's telling different crazy like stories that happened to her. And she always does that. It'll creep up inside you and consume you. So that's what you're doing. I can't wait for TikTok to go down. Never. I, Never! That's what we need. Why, Jackie? You're literally the star of my TikTok. Follow me, <laughs> at girl with no job. It's true. It's true. Like, oh, I literally do a TikTok in the studio every day now because the only ones that get likes are the ones with Jackie. That's so, so sweet. Why don't you guys just comment that you hate me? Like, TikTokers are so sweet. They're so sweet. No, but I do think that, like, for society and for nature to start healing, we need a day of TikTok to go down just for everyone to see everything else they could be doing with their life. Hard disagree. And you know what? Let's just leave it at that. Okay. Well, until we talk about the first story in the oh, past yeah. five stories, without further ado, here are the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> and today's episode is brought to you by Brutta Brutta That's 
That's right, Bruch, the best and most affordable electric toothbrush on the market. If you've been thinking about switching over to electric toothbrushes, which you definitely should for all the hygienic benefits, um, you know that a lot of them can cost over $200, which is just unreasonable in my opinion, but that's where Bruch comes in. The most affordable electric toothbrush on the market, and in my opinion, the most styling, wiling, living it up in the city. The brush comes with four unique modes to customize the brushing experience. The battery life lasts four weeks, and it also comes with a magnetic charging stand and a compact travel case that I will be taking on my trip tomorrow. They also have a subscription program, so you never forget to change your brush head. They'll ship you a new replacement head every six months, so you're never stuck using a worn-down brush head. Their electric toothbrush has modern, aesthetically pleasing designs, and they come in trend-driven seasonal colors. They look great on your bathroom counter. If you want to get $15 off your Bruce toothbrush kit and the refill plan, use promo code TOAST at bruce.com slash toast. That's $15 off using promo code TOAST at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com slash toast. Bruce.com slash toast. Use code TOAST. Thank you, Claudia. It's a pleasure. <laughs> okay, first story, biggest story. Facebook is back up after being down for many hours. Yesterday, the outage likely cost the company over $60 million. In a major outage yesterday, Facebook, along with its sibling sites, WhatsApp and Instagram became unreachable for hours starting around noon Eastern time, about the time that the toast wrapped. Mm -hmm. Reports are saying that it was directly correlated to the toast ending. Um, but we can neither confirm nor deny those. Neither rumors. confirm nor deny. And I guess Facebook servers and systems are so incestuous that people who work in the Facebook offices couldn't even get into the buildings to fix shit because their key cards weren't working because it was the whole thing was down. Okay, like this is supposed to be like the most technologically advanced company in the world, not even in the country, like in the world, and these people can't even get to their desks, like. I don't know. Fish, fishy. Yeah. No, it was it was definitely wild. I don't know if I we'll ever sound know. sound like a conspiracy theorist. I don't know if we'll ever know what happened, but something ain't right. No, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I have a few things I'd just like to point out as someone who's completely non unbiased, third party, with no particular interest in the matter. Okay. I don't know if you have no interest in the matter, considering, like, if you know what I mean. Day. So, first of all, I'm constantly hearing about, like, you know, how Facebook is down. Instagram is down all the time. I never hear that about Twitter or TikTok or Reddit or Pinterest. So why is this company always having issues when they're also technically the most successful in the space? Like they should have the most infrastructure so that things like this don't happen. Mm -hmm. So it's like very common for Instagram to be down. I literally go to Twitter. I search is Instagram down and everyone's commiserating on Twitter. Like it happens a lot. Why is that? No other. Nobody else has that problem. I don't know. Maybe they have too many users, but also I think... I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to purport to know. But based on what I was seeing yesterday, it's like Instagram, Facebook, and WhatsApp all use the same server. So mm-hmm. like if, it's like dominoes when this shit happens. Yeah. I just don't understand why it does happen so frequently. Like, of course, I'm an understanding consumer. Some, a bad day at the office. Something goes down. Whatever. But this happens like all the time with Instagram. Yeah. But to be real, would you know if Pinterest were down? I definitely would. I'm pinning all the time. Okay, I'm just saying. So maybe Pinterest goes down, maybe Reddit goes down, but like you don't No, care. I really don't feel like they do. And I feel like if they did, it would be at least like trending on Twitter. People would be talking about it. Like I've literally never seen that. Yeah, well, I think a lot of times Instagram goes down, but then it comes back up in like 30 minutes. Yeah. So this was about at least six, six hours. hours. 
And it took all the other, well, I'm sorry, Facebook took all the other apps down with it. So this was, I think, the largest scale one that we've seen. Yes, I don't think I've ever experienced an Instagram downage that also took Facebook with it. And from what I've seen, they're saying that, like, they accidentally locked themselves out. Like, someone just accidentally sent to the server, like, we're out. Mm -hmm. And it took everything. And they had to go, they, like, locked the keys in the car and Mm -hmm. they didn't have a spare key. That's what I saw. But, like, anyone getting hacky vibes? No, and also, like, you don't have a spare key? Yeah, your Facebook. I don't know. It just like seems a little hacky-o to me. Well, here's the thing that really bothered me about this whole situation. It's kind of like the narrative I was seeing afterwards, like making fun of influencers. Like, oh my God, like were all your influencers freaking out like that they couldn't like sell you lipstick? Okay, like what if I came to your office and snapped your keyboard over my leg? Like that's (laughs) your job. You would be freaking out that you couldn't do your job to put food on the family for your fucking... Food on the table for no, your fucking the, family. Food on the family. For, I would love that. <laughs> food on the table for your family. Like, I just hate this, like, oh, my God, probably influencers, like, crying, thinking they're going to have to go get a real job. Like, first of all, influencing is a real job. Second of all, like, I don't know why you refuse to understand that, like, literally your job being Instagram is, like, not acceptable. But, like, that would literally be like, okay, you're a dentist, and I walk into your dental practice, <laughs> and I remove all the teeth. Yeah. Is that <laughs> funny to you, sir, doctor? <laughs> It was just bit. really pissing me off, like all these memes, yeah. like making fun, like first, like. Well, also, okay, I just also a lot of businesses, especially so- small businesses, rely on Facebook mm-hmm. and Instagram for sales, mm-hmm. advertising, promotion. So, like, they all suffered yesterday. And an influencer or a creator is just a business on a platform. So, like, you're really making fun of small businesses, right? Look and in the, the mirror. Yeah, you're making fun of small businesses. You don't support other women or small businesses and women. And male influencers, too. Sure. It it felt very targeted towards women. Like, (laughs) no, it did. Like, the content that I was seeing, like, oh, my God, your favorite. Like, it was just very, it was directed at women, I'm telling you. Like, and I just don't like this narrative. Yeah. Because, like. I I, I guess I'm not, like, a full-time influencer, but I had the greatest day yesterday. So much peace. Well, we are full-time influencers, but our business doesn't revolve around posting on social media. Yeah, no, we're not Instagram influencers. Right podcast influencers we're just the, but you yeah, know what that's me, what happens when you're multi-platform call me when the podcast app goes down even though I feel like it's always, always down. down but see this is actually now I think was probably a wake-up call for a lot of influencers who are very like one platform focused like mm-hmm. if your entire business is built off of Facebook or just Instagram um you got to be multi-platform you know we were able to communicate with not to rub it in to communicate with our audiences on different platforms podcasts I was up on TikTok all day even though my audience is not that big you got to have more than one platform because in case that goes down oh for me like I wasn't able to communicate with anyone I would just have to wait till the next day's episode but like that worked for me yeah but you have like people had heard from us that day yes yeah I agree I don't yes you could say like this should be a wake-up call for people to diversify their portfolios I don't think that's what it's gonna be no but like if this had happened like five years ago when like my whole business was just like Instagram I wouldn't like freaking out yeah especially if you were supposed to run ads that day and then or if you posted an ad right before the outage it went down and then like you lost six hours worth of like conversions no and then it just makes you think like People always say this and it's never going to happen, but like what if Instagram were to just like poof and disappear one day and your whole business is like, if Instagram were to disappear to like five years ago for me, I would literally have to like go to grad school. Like I would have to find another way of living. And now if Instagram would went down, like I would be bored, but my business would remain somewhat unaffected. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's the lesson I took away. 
Yeah. And then if TikTok went down. My soul would leave my body, but my business would be fine. Okay. That's good to hear. I just really think they should do TikTok next because I did feel like nature was starting to heal yesterday. So why don't you just call up the hackers and let them know? I, you know, maybe they'll be making the rounds. Maybe. You know? Okay, so whose picture did you get stuck on? Elizabeth Savetsky and oh. wearing multiple barrettes <laughs> and carrying her child. <laughs> Mine was um, Kate C. Parker. She has a new name. Kate Estelle, Bobby Bones' wife. She did this, like, really sweet. I could literally recite the caption to you <laughs> word for word. She did this sweet, like, you know, carousel of, inst- of photos from her wedding talking about how, like, she, was, she knew, like, how a man should treat her because of her dad and as she got she's gotten older she's really come to appreciate that like she had such a, an amazing father in her life who, wow like, taught what her. a rough caption to get stuck for you yesterday literally a 13th year anniversary of my father's death yesterday go to instagram and i'm terrorized by caitlin's gorgeous photos of her and her happy alive father damn it was tough definitely gave you I something to think about and also it probably made you more present in the day yesterday and like more present in your grief no I was um majorly in denial yesterday I didn't think about it me too I just honestly like wasn't in the mood it'll hit me I don't I don't feel you like just because like, it's an anniversary yeah. of a death or someone's birthday I have to be sad that day you can't because what if I'm not schedule grief no I'll get there grief arrives on its own time I was just not in the mood yesterday I'm like Instagram's down and now I have to cry like I'll do it nope. another time I'm going on a plane tomorrow maybe I'll cry tomorrow yeah no I feel that wholeheartedly I'm so glad you agree. And so, yeah. And then I didn't realize that the stories at the top of, that were there, were, were loaded. Were, yeah, like you could scroll I, through stories. There just wasn't new ones. I didn't realize that. I, I didn't even watch them. I watched a few and then I was like, this is boring. Yeah. No, you had to just go cold turkey. Yeah. It was crazy. It was crazy. I thought but it was, I was also very busy yesterday. Yeah. Well, you made yourself useful. Yeah. Got it. Because Instagram was down. Isn't this nail color like so not me? No, it's pretty you. It's so like bridal. Yeah, this nail color is kind of you. Love. Yeah, Dazzle Dry. You love Dazzle Dry. I do. This one I got Thursday. Gorgeous. And it's no chemicals. It lasts longer and um, dries really quickly. Are you allowed to get manicures pregnant? I haven't seen anything to the contrary, but like I said, no chemicals. So Yeah, I could just see like someone saying like the chemicals from the polish sinks yeah. into your nail buds, into your veins, and goes straight to your heart. Yeah, no, I could see. I'm sure someone does say that. Yeah. But this one's on chemicals, so it's like. Are you wearing deodorant while you're pregnant? Big time. Organic or regular? Men's. <laughs> totally. Men's extra strength, extra aluminum. There's just some I things that a woman I, cannot do. I, that never even occurred to me. No one told me that I couldn't wear deodorant. No, no, I don't think that's a thing, but I think a lot of people who are very organic are I'm like. I'm not very organic. I'm not. And I'm doing. Like, I feel like I'm actually foregoing a lot, more than maybe I even need to. What are you foregoing? I don't know. Like, even like Zofran, for example. Like, a lot of people take Zofran in pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And I just feel I like be. I'm pushing through, you know? That's very brave really, of you. I mean, I took a Dramamine for the car ride this weekend, and like, that felt like a lot to me. Oof. Like, the toxicity. She OD'd yeah. on Dramamine. So I really, I feel like... Hopefully, I'm doing... You just do what feels right. Yeah. And the cavemen wore nail polish. The cavemen were doing everything. No, but so. the thing is, like, the cavemen didn't use deodorant. Yeah, I didn't get have it, nail polish. it didn't exist they yet. They didn't have parish You know what I'm saying? They used to smoke when they were pregnant. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, if you want to go back to, like... I'm just saying, like, we're going to be fine. 20th century pregnancies. We're going to be fine. Well, you, you would hope. But then people also lived to, like, they were 30, so... In the cavemen. Yeah. 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 Anyways, are you ready for our next story? Sure. 
Rob Kardashian is seen in a rare photo as he enjoys a night out with the family. <gasps> that just reminded me of something. So the Kardashian clan united for dinner on Monday and Rob made a rare appearance. On Instagram, Kim shared a photo of her on a date with her favorite couples, including so Courtney and Travis and Chloe and Rob. LOL. Okay, you just reminded me of something. Okay. We have one more picture to post in the feed. Should we take a selfie? No. Okay, I'll just post something. Post, um, maybe something will come up. Okay, okay. But like we have to do it before. I know, I know. I fucked worry. up. Because yesterday Instagram was down, so I didn't get to post till 6. Then I posted at 9, and then I was, like, tired. Yeah, no, I understand. It's not your fault that Instagram was down, but our feed's not going to suffer because of it. No, and Instagram doesn't care that our, like, feed is ruined, you know? Instagram doesn't care about your feelings. Not at all. Nor your feed. Um, what were we saying? Oh, Rob. He's looking so good and cute. First of all, loved the Kravis moment on Kim's Instagram, like... That was just kind of crazy. No, they got grid prominence. They weren't yeah. buried in a photo dump. They got grid prominence. When, like, honestly, her brother and sister maybe should have been first. No, and her Instagram is so curated that it's I actually, it was weird like, too. such an endorsement. It's wild. Maybe they got engaged She, like, night. one time deleted all of her vacation photos because she wanted to put a different filter on them. That's crazy. And she's just out here posting Courtney and Travis. Whose house is that? Chris? Mm, I don't know. You think they just had like a big family dinner with their chef? Like, I feel like it's Chloe's so house because she's the only one who would have things like that in the back. Oh, what are those leaves? Pampas, they're yeah, called? Those, like, like those white influencer leaves? Yeah, right? Let me Kim look. would not. Kim would never. Well, okay, so. But no, but Chloe's in a Chris new house. Chris and Chloe have new homes. Yeah. So we wouldn't recognize them. I don't think that this is Kim's house. And it might be Courtney's. It might be Courtney's. And Courtney's been hosting a lot. She had that poosh pool party thing. Well, here, that looked Court- so fabulous. Courtney has a purse. If you had dinner at your own home, would you bring a purse? Yes. Okay. If I was going to my backyard, which was expansive, yeah. You mm-hmm. need chapstick. I need, need chapstick? Oh, in your purse. Yeah, for sure. You need a tampon. I do need a tampon. Thank you. <laughs> I'm trying to read through the comments. Anyone's like, you know mentioning where they are but no no, no one would did she post any stories no okay well i guess we'll never know gorgeous no, i'm sure we'll know one day you know what actually i feel like i can figure it out do you remember um we got those aerial pics i hate the word aerial our our what are you trying to say bird's eye i know no like finish your sentence of chloe and chris's new homes oh here oh by the way that this is totally it but you think it's totally finished with all these twinkle lights and everything? Mm, that picture was like so recent. It still looks like a construction site. a month site. ago. That's true. That's true. And she has so much tchotchkes in the background. But I do want to say like a lot of the finishes on this white home that TMZ the, captured do look like the outside. That's just Kardashian style. I'm just saying. I, well, it's not Kim style. No, it's not Kim style. It's possible. Oh, wait. You know whose house this looks like? But she's just not in the pictures. Kylie. You know she has like that outdoor indoor type no, of home she wouldn't do her backyard like this she doesn't have pompous like that you know what we need to put this to bed we need to move on it's I, not i literally point. it's can't. not the point i literally can't I'm okay so what's the point the point is that rob is out and about courtney travis chloe like it's all in the family and they're just living life i'm sure they were also filming for the show because they just started filming again and so you will find out one day and i saw a uh like Kardashian fan page Instagram account putting up pictures of Chris and Kylie filming in a grocery store. So that's just very exciting. That is very exciting. Kylie. Oh, wow. Maybe they can, like, finally afford her, you know? Right. No, I think that, like, as much as Kylie 
didn't need the money. She also like wasn't obsessed with the idea of doing the show. But now that it's like a clean slate, they probably have way more money. Kylie's like something that'll actually get Kylie out of bed. And like she can get involved in the creative process from day one. Like yeah. she was just a child with the Kardashian stuff. So yeah. what do you think the show's going to be called? It could just be the Kardashians. Like they yeah. don't really need any bells and whistles. Mm-hmm. Keeping up was always like a, a long unnecessary name. Oh, I couldn't disagree more. I thought it was like perfectly branded. Like no, but they made them it perfectly branded. But K U W T K. Yeah, but people just called it Keeping Up, which is so cute. I thought it was a great name. No, I never it was had a any fine qualms with name, it. But it wasn't like it. It wasn't like it made the most sense. Nothing will ever make sense like that again. Oh, no, no. It I'm not saying little, that. It was I thought a little it was, long. No, no. I'm not saying that. I just thought it was like a great name. I never really like blinked at it. I'm like, yeah, that's keeping up. Like the Kardashians. No, I think whatever they do next will show you that that name was like. It'll really probably just be called like. A mouthful. That name was in mouthful. I thought it was great. I totally disagree. Okay. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to slander the good keeping up with the Kardashians names. I don't think I slandered it. I think I just said the truth, which is that it's a mouthful. Just because. Oh, does it being slender make it not true? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Um, well, I'm very, very much looking forward to this new show. And Hulu's just out here turning out premium content. Like, mm-hmm. we must put respect on Hulu's name. Yeah. Except for Nine Perfect Strangers. Thank you. Are you ready for our next story? Some exciting news that I should have shared yesterday, but I totally forgot. Only if it's the next story that's brought to you by Uprising Food. It is. Their mission is to liberate all of us from the fundamentally broken food system that's stealing our health. The real devil is the snowball effect of silent inflammation. And uprising foods have cracked the code on healthy bread. You simply can't find something this healthy that tastes this good and that's this fresh. With only two net carbs per serving, six grams of protein, and nine grams of fiber, they cover paleo to clean keto to simple low carb to high fiber to dairy free to grain free. They've really got it all covered. And, you know, studies show that the intake of high fiber foods during pregnancy can lower the risk of diabetes, preeclampsia, and constipation, Jack. So I know you've been loving your uprising food bread mm-hmm. while you've been pregnant. It all comes down to taste, and healthy foods are littered with broken promises. Uprising has nailed the taste factor on both their sourdough-esque cubes and the crunch factor on their newly launched Freedom Chips, with t- which tastes like those old school rye chips that you dig for. Uprising is offering our listeners $10 off the starter bundle that includes two superfood cubes and four pack of freedom chips to try go to uprisingfood.com slash toast and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout that's u-p-r-i-s-i-n-g food.com slash toast to get ten dollars off your first purchase of the starter bundle check it out especially if you're pregnant look into all the benefits that high fiber foods can have for you yes great stuff okay Next story, the Super Bowl 2022 halftime show was announced. Like, very quietly. Very quietly. It literally slipped through the cracks yesterday, but we need to talk about it because I always... Not even yesterday. I heard about it on Friday. No, but for yesterday's show. We didn't do a show Friday. I always am so interested in, like, the acts and who selected and the selection process, so I just find it fascinating. 2022, we will have a show by Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Dr. Dre, Mary J. Blige, Kendrick Lamar. Period. Period. Okay, so it's it's a medley of sorts. It's a medley, and I just I'm anti medley. I'm sorry. You are. I my idea of a great Super Bowl halftime show is one iconic artist. If they choose to surprise us with, with a, a guest or two, that's fine. But like, I miss the days of like this is the biggest artist of the year. Like this is their moment. I just no, and having last it, year you said that like Pink was the next. 
well, I should always, be the she, next. I always think she could be the next one. I always think Pitbull could be the next one. Yes. Um, and I feel like any of these people on their own yeah. could maybe be, have been the next one. I just feel like it's it's now turning into a music festival. And I like when it was just like the one, it's the biggest, it becomes the biggest deal for that performer. It's a huge honor. I mean, five, Lady Gaga, five foot two. Right. Like, it's such an honor. Your music just like sells like hotcakes after and it's such a mark of success. It's like a legends category. And the, for the past few years, I mean, last year was just the weekend. And so that is... Um, that was good. That gives me what I was looking for. The, sh- the performance didn't, but the performer. The choice. The choice did. But I do feel like in the past few years, it's been like this medley, and I'm anti-medley. You know what? I do agree with you, like, because it is this, like, one prestigious honor, and it's, like, fun to see who's going to get it every year and see how they do. Um, I completely agree with you. I'm not, like, the biggest medley fan. I'm so glad that we can agree. And I'm sure it will be great because all yeah. of these people are legends, but, like, they could do the show on their own. Eminem could do the halftime show on his own. Kendrick Lamar could. Yeah. Snoop Dogg, I'm very much looking forward to. And if Mary J. Blige doesn't sing Doubt, which has become one of my favorite it's songs. It's such a good song, but I feel like it's so... It's not, you know... Yeah, it's like not high on her hits list. Yeah. But if you're ever feeling like low on yourself... Listen to you- that episode of Toast Radio where oh we did we put it this, in yeah we did oh i think it was the theme for the toast radio justice for toast radio it was like way. motivational songs it was motivational because it was like january episode so it's like these are the songs that are going to get you to like accomplish your goals this month okay and doubt is that song like she is the moment it's so gorgeous like whenever i listen to it i just i like want to go for a jog or something like that's what that's the point it's gorgeous check it out doubt by mary j blige and i'm sure she won't sing it because if it's a medley she probably gets like two songs and I don't think that's, like, her top two. Mm-hmm. But, um... So, yeah, that's why I'm just... I feel like whenever I hear the selection, whether it's a medley or an individual, like, I talk shit, I'll see the performance. If I like the performance, then I'll think it was a good good selection. I don't know. I like to talk about the selection and then the performance. Yeah, because I thought The weekend was a great selection, and then I thought his performance was, like, very low energy. Right, so it's two totally different conversations. And then, like, when J-Lo got it, I was, like, pissed that Shakira got it, too. And then I saw it, I'm like, you know what? This is actually pretty fire. Agreed. And if you had... T- at the time, I would have said, I, I don't want a 50-50 show. I think that's unfair to like both icons, but they did a great job. Yeah. But still, like J-Lo could have done the whole thing. So could have Shakira. Right. So it's just like, it ain't right. It ain't right. But I'll see how this turns out and then you'll get my final verdict. But for now, I'm very much like, why so many artists? Yeah, that's, that's where I'm at too. Also, like the performance was announced like with Pepsi and Jay-Z's Rock Nation because he's like been in charge of like NFL entertainment for which for like two no not for a while for like two years because the NFL was having a lot of problems like getting black artists to agree to do the Super Bowl because they were having a lot of issues and so I think that the Jay-Z partnership was meant to be like a peace offering to you know work together Mm -hmm. and I guess it's working yeah no they're definitely getting some interest now and the Super Bowl is going to be in Englewood, California at the SoFi Stadium. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So if you wanted to go. Who do you think will be in the Super Bowl? Let's place our bets. Oh, that's a good idea. And then we can. Okay. So can I look up the teams right now? I don't know, like, all their names. And yeah. you have to be from different categories. Oh, that's tough for me. Yeah, I don't all know NFL that. teams. I don't know that I'll be able to do different categories. AFC, NFC. Yeah, those are them. Okay. Mm. So many good ones. I think it's going to be the Seahawks and the Buccaneers. Is that a possibility? Oh, right. The Buccaneers. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to say 
It's going to be the Buccaneers. Oh, you know, I kind of have like a good call. Oh, here. East, West, North, and South. Okay, I think it's going to be the Buccaneers versus the Buffalo Bills. Is that possible? They're both East. Just Shit. based on the... Um, Is that possible? Based on the country layout. He doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I take it back. I'll do the... What is it called? Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Maybe do like the Rams. Nah. Okay, here's the thing. I'm looking at this list of NFL teams, and I don't even see the Buccaneers. Like, what am I doing wrong? Are you looking at cities or names? Oh, would it say Tampa? Yeah. No, it's names and the Buccaneers. So, okay, so you're just trying to say they're not in the NFL? No, I literally look. I'm just saying. Is that what you're saying? Let me check this again. Buccaneers. Found them. They're in the south. And the Bills are in the East. I feel like that would be allowed. No, but it's East versus, like, I don't fucking know. I'm not even going to pretend to know. I just know those are both East Coast cities. So don't they have to play someone from the West Coast? No, I, I hear what you're saying loud and clear. So what's your, what's your theory? The Bills and the Buccaneers? Yeah. Okay. I think they're going to make an exception to the rule. <laughs> That's what I think. Okay, cool. We'll see you in February 2022 for the Bills versus the Buccaneers. I think it's going to be Jets versus Browns. For sure. <laughs> I think it's actually going to be Jets versus Giants. Subway Series. Yeah. I don't think that could happen. No, definitely not. That's why I said it. It's a joke. Yeah, but it should be able to. We're like so athletic. Like, look at your sweater. Oh my God, yeah. Go New York. What does it say? NY? NY. It's a cool sweater. Thank you. It's from Joshua Sanders, the brand I wear every oh single day. Oh, my God. I've got a place in order. Yeah, you do. Said, go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, go. Gotta get to a sporting event. Go. Who's stopping you? Your husband goes all the time. Just to ask know. him to but, be invited. But then he says, like, want to go? And I'm like, no. It's like a Tuesday. I've had a long day. No, and it's, like, excruciating. No, and then, like, what, I have to do my hair? Like, it's a whole thing. No, those are, that's in a process. Yeah. Okay, next story. A little content news. House of the Dragon teaser shows the first footage of the new Game of Thrones prequel series um. that is set 200 years before Game of Thrones. House of the Dragon is based on George R.R. R. Martin's Fire and Blood and is set 200 years before the events of Game of Thrones. As part of the HBO Max Europe launch event, HBO Max dropped the first teaser for the series. It's set to premiere next year, and it's all about House Targaryen. They're in power during the haunting teaser, which offers the first official footage from the show. So 200 years before, we're not going to know literally anyone. No, but you'll know last names. Yeah. For example, we have Targaryen. We have a Hightower. Mm-hmm. Is that? Who's Hightower? I don't fucking know. We know them. Another Targaryen, another Hightower. Valerian, that sounds like someone. Missaria. I just can't get excited about things that are happening in another year. I know. Like, do you know but how much is going to happen to me I know, but that? It's, it's good to have things to look forward to. But then, but then it's like, okay, I get excited for something in a year. And then when it comes out, I don't even watch it. Jackie, I couldn't like, agree more. Did you ever enhance it? I was like, just going to say, Ben you, Platt's special. I was just nope. going to say, did you ever watch Ben Platt's Netflix special? Nope, nope, nope. You're really missing out. It's so I premium. Just, it's too emotional. That's true. It's too emotional. I just can't go there. I feel that. You know? You can't access that portal of your heart right now. I just can't. Like, it's just, how do you then close it? It's, I'm I good. That. I'm good on where I'm at. I feel that. Um, also, like, I keep seeing this promo for this new show on Peacock, uh, The Lost Symbol, which is 
based on a book by Dan Brown who wrote Da Vinci Code. Every single time I walk past it, I'm like, I'm going to watch it. And yeah. then I literally never remember. No, that's why people have to stop announcing things so far in advance. Like, if I can't have it in the next three months, I really don't want to know about it until yeah. then. No, I'm sure even when, like, the new Legally Blonde movie comes out, like, I'm not going to even see it because... Well, that's also just, like, we, us being real with ourselves. Like, what the are new the Legally odds? Blonde movie is going to be terrible. Yeah. But we love it. Like... But it will be bad. It will yeah. not even be come close to the level of uh, levels of iconicism that the first two came into. It's just really crazy that, like, with all the money, talent, effort in the world, like, there's just no possible way it could be good. Yeah, and I think it's more of a psychological thing. Like, it's not that they ha- could have hired a better writer and gotten a better script. It's Mindy Kaling. It's going to be amazing. It's just impossible. Yeah, no, it's true. It's science. Mm-hmm. We don't make up the rules. Speaking of content, are you ready for our fifth and final story? The final story. The final story. Instagram and Facebook. Not my best work, but no, continue. I liked it. Okay. I liked it. No. Oh, sorry, no. Is it the fifth and final story that's brought to you by Ship Station? Holy shit, that would holy been ship, <laughs> holy Ship Station. Is that possible? Yes. The holidays are coming up, and if you're selling anything online, it's time to pre- prepare for the busiest time of year. Between growing your business, managing inventory, and juggling orders, you've got a lot to go to do this holiday season. And make shipping the easiest part of your day with Ship Station. Figuring out the best way to ship your orders can be frustrating and confusing, so ShipStation makes it quick, easy, and convenient. You can easily import orders from any of your sales channels, automate just about any shipping task, and spend less time sorting through orders and more time doing what you do best. ShipStation integrates all selling channels into one simple dashboard so you can seamlessly connect carriers, print shipping labels, and get products out the door fast. And over 100,000 sellers are using ShipStation with their business, so they can't be wrong. They're perfect for small businesses, and they have rates that are even usually reserved for Fortune 500 companies. It's never too early to start prepping for the holiday rush, so get a head start with ShipStation. Our listeners can use offer code TOAST to get a 60-day free trial just in time for the holidays. That's two months of stress-free holiday shopping for free. Just go to ship station.com click on the microphone at the top and enter code toast ship station make ship happen (laughs) love it okay our fifth and final story is some industry news big news the international alliance of theatrical stage employees has voted to go on strike have you been seeing this no the iatsc members voted to authorize a strike with over 98 percent support signaling overwhelming support for its union battles with studios over two expiring contracts as widely IATSE members have voted to authorize an industry-wide strike. Strike. This marks the first authorization of a nationwide strike in the union's history. So for the past few weeks, I've been seeing like stuff on social media about- These are Broadway um, actors? No, these are everyone behind the scenes in Hollywood. So it's oh. uh, lighting, we're always talking about Got lighting, crews, makeup, costume. I follow some costume designers. And okay. So they've been um, talking, the vote just took place and they authorized the strike nine, with 98% of eligible members voting to strike. So this is going to affect all content production. What are they striking for? What do they want? They want better working conditions, better hours. They want weekends. They want meal breaks. They want better Meal pay. breaks? You don't get meal breaks? No, I'm, that's like, that's what they're asking for because they don't get those things right now. And the conditions, these are not conditions no. they can work under anymore, they are saying. 
So this is going to bring things to a halt in Hollywood. And this is the largest strike of its kind. But it does remind me. Do you remember when we the were writer's in school, strike? The writer's strike. Of course. And when every show that we loved was just no longer on because of the writer's strike. Desperate Housewives. Yeah. I feel like Gossip Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a crazy time. I think this is going to have at, like similar effects at minimum that's so crazy i do remember the writer's strike that was like a pivotal time in my life like and i needed the television and it wasn't there for me yeah so yeah this includes crew members internationally including cinematographers operators grips editors costumers and writers assistants among others so when you go on strike who are you striking against like the studios the man yeah like the like Mm, yeah, the, the head honchos. Like the Harvey Weinstein types. Well. Former Harvey Weinstein types. The studio heads. Studio yeah, heads. I, I would imagine. That's crazy. Gotta love an organized strike, you know? Gotta go on strike. Never been on one. What are you gonna strike for? World peace. Okay, good luck. I, you know, I remember watching Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen when I was a kid and she went on hunger strike, even though she was like secretly ordering pizza and hiding it under her bed. That's so you. And I was like, I want to go on a hunger strike. But then I was like too hungry. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be your protest method of choice. No, but I think I could go on like a. A, si- a, a vow of silence. Fuck no. I could go on. Please. A, I could go on a showering strike. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, you will smell me and then you will listen no, to what I have to say to, and meet my demands. Nope. It has to be something that affects you. But like you don't care if you don't shower. That doesn't make it a powerful strike. No, I would care. Nobody, I would care after a few technically days. Technically nobody else cares. Like we could all just be away from you. Really? Try. I'll follow you. We could all be away from you. We could lock you out. Okay, fine. I'll I do. I think it would backfire. But why do I have to suffer in a strike? You just do. I don't think that's right. I think that you do. Then why would anyone go on a hunger strike? That I don't understand. But when Lola did it in Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, it was because her mother was obviously worried she would starve to death. Yeah. So she was like hurting her mother. So people have to be like concerned. Like people have to care for you. No, I don't think so. Because like, let's say this union, like the people making movies, they don't really care about the well-being of no, the... No, but if none of these people will work, they can't make their movies. I bet you the people making movies will go find other people to do the jobs. I don't know. Under it, their shitty conditions. That's the, so Hollywood. Potentially they could, but it's like 150,000 people. Well, times are tough. People mm-hmm. are going to be accepting jobs that they might not normally accept. That's under true. Ex- conditions they might not mm-hmm. normally accept. But there's a labor shortage. That is Throughout true. the country. So I don't Classic even know... If, labor shortage. If they could get people to work. I just know Hollywood's like not going to help the little people, you know? No, but they'll have to reach some sort of agreement if they want the show to go on. Well, I hope that everyone gets what they ask for. Yeah. Um, okay, well, that was the past five stories. I feel as though you kind of needed to know no, them. Those, there were, they were varied, and I feel as though you needed to know them. I do. Also, yeah. you're going to want to know why your show isn't on. Right, right. When there's no new episode of Riverdale. Yeah. So we have Dear Toasters, and I have a major exciting announcement about our third Dear Toasters, which I'll get to. We have an update from the girl who found adult diapers in her husband's closet. Do you remember? Yeah, I do, but you know, it really is crazy how I have such a strong memory, yet some of the, these dear, dear Toasters evade me. And I saw last week... There's like a conspiracy going on in the toasters. That we're recycling. That we are recycling Dear Toaster submissions. And maybe like some of them are similar. But I feel like if anybody would have would feel like these are feeling so familiar, it'd be us. No, first of all, I don't even feel like they're familiar. We're not recycling. I just think after doing this episode that we did on Patreon last week, we've all married the same man. So we're bound to have some of the same problems. You know, but it was like a bridesmaid thing. Like they swore that we already did that. But like... 
I feel like we would know. First of all, we're not intentionally recycling. So no, we're not recycling. We get so many submissions. No, I know. So like, it's a conspiracy against us. Again. And I just want to say, like, I so we're we're not nefariously doing it. If if it were being done, if it were being done accidentally somehow. I think we would realize. But it's important to know there's absolutely nothing nefarious going on. <laughs> there's nothing nefarious going on. But if you want to go through every episode and, and try and prove your point that we've read verbatim the same Dear Toaster twice. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll listen to facts. Yeah, I'll listen to facts. Okay. So are you ready? Yeah. Dear Toasters, first off, congratulations to Jackie O on the bebe. You will be an amazing mom to this little boy, and him and all of your future children are so blessed to have you as a mom. Oh, my, that's so sweet. Claudia, I love you. <laughs> And good luck on any upcoming projects. <laughs> good luck with your period. <laughs> no. Good luck on your upcoming projects and tour. You'll do so amazing. You are such an inspiration. Oh, my. I fucking love this girl. Here it goes. My fellow big-breasted women, help. I need a breast lift and a reduction. At 20, 21 years old, my saggy boobs are something that truly make me want to cry every time I look in the mirror at them. Otherwise, I believe I'm a pretty confident person. Like I said, I'm only 21, and these huge things grew on my chest when I was literally 10. And 10 years old, so due to that and probably genetics, my, nipple f- my nipples face the floor. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not laughing. I have saggy boobs too, so like I can laugh. <laughs> no, but like my nipples do no, face like, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Like I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you. I really am. Okay. I went so eagerly to one plastic surgeon consultation where they did the whole bit of examining me and answering questions and agreed that I'm a good candidate for the procedure. However, my last question I asked truly broke my heart breastfeeding when you get a breast lift you are no longer able to breastfeed this is so sad to me because i know how important the health benefits of breastfeeding are and how bonding it is to mom and bebe i'm a newborn care specialist and i work closely with moms and babies and i see the benefits of breastfeeding every day as soon as the surgeon told me this i went from willing to book the surgery for this coming december to becoming firm on waiting 15 years until i'm done having kids this appointment was in june and now i'm back on the train saying screw my future kids immunity and brain development i need new titties (laughs) This girl's funny. I'm pretty sure I've heard Jackie mention before how she would get some work done to her titties after kids. And I just know as women with large boobs, you probably know all the struggles. Yes. Do I get the surgery and stop being scared to take my shirt off in front of not only guys, but also just my girlfriends when we're all getting changed? And aside from my other people's opinions, do I get the surgery so I can look myself in the mirror and not want to cry? Or do I set vanity aside and have what's what's in the best interest of my future kids? Breastfeeding can also be a journey. So what if I don't get the surgery? There's other complications and I don't even end up being able to breastfeed the kids that I do have. What if I, due to my saggy titties... <laughs> These girls hilarious. Wait, what if? Do, what if due to my saggy titties, I can't even find a man that thinks I'm attractive enough to have kids with Stop. me? Help a sister out, please. And any toasters that have had similar worries, please feel free to start a conversation in the Toast After Dark group to help me make a decision. With love, a toaster whose next entry is going to be asking for ideas on how to make enough money to afford the surgery. LOL. Okay, this is so relatable. By this the way, I think about this all the time. So fucking relatable, and I think about this all the time. I never before I'm where I'm at now like I never called and made an appointment or Mm -hmm. anything it was always just something that I knew that like yes of course I would like to have my big fake titties right now but like I have to wait until after I have kids same I made the piece that like I will not be able to get my titties lifted and shrunk until the children are born so like I've made peace with that a long time ago I made peace with it a long time ago too and it definitely hinders things in your life like I can't wear Kylie Swift (laughs) I can't do a jumping jack for a multitude of reasons the breast being one of them you can get a good sports bra no yes Jackie I'm telling you I cannot do a jumping jack. You want me to do one for you right now? Show you. Because of your breasts? Yeah. They knock me right in the face. 
Get up. Let's see. Really? I'm going to do a full job. Well, you're not wearing a sports bra. Well, even with a sports bra, I'm saying. Okay, well, she didn't mention anything about jumping jacks. Okay. She said, you know, like for... I was just sharing a personal anecdote. Aesthetics. Sure. No, but I think there are certain things, but like you get a good bra, check out Dominique, go down to Orchard Street, by the way, if you... like Or Soma. No, next time you're in... No, no, no. No. Next time you're in New York, you go to Orchard Street Corset, Google it. Yeah. You go there, you go into the back room, the woman takes a look at your breasts and gives you the perfect bra for you. That should help you in the clothes department. Yeah. Okay? So that's just like a fun trick of the trade for the big-breasted women. Um, and so you're feeling insecure about, like, taking your top off around your girlfriends? Yeah, that doesn't happen for me. Yeah, no. Also, I feel like as much as your insecurities are valid, I'm not, like, trying to doubt. Um, I just feel like maybe you're 21, so, like, you're still a little, a little young. Like, I stopped changing in front of my friends a while ago. Like, yeah. And when no, I, when I'm, I'm, I'm always high school, the friend we, who turns around. Like, and I'm I, sorry, maybe my friends talk about me behind my back, but I don't fucking care. Well, I just want to say I was never that girl. Like, no matter how big or small I was, like, I was always comfortable. But now it's just, like, we're a, li- we're a little too grown for that. Like, it's not even about insecurity. It's about, like... I have a husband. <laughs> like, what yeah. am I doing? Yeah, I feel that. And so then the other thing that you had said was, like, you're worried about someone loving you with your boobs. But, like, I feel like for a man, a big titty is a big titty. Jackie, and I And you know what? I more. actually think you have a better chance of, finding of catching a man. a man with your big titty than with, like, post, um, like, if you want to, like, because the boob that I would get would, is for a is lady. Is a fashion boob. Is a fashion boob. It is not a man's boob. Yeah, by the way, so, like, we see, women see, like, saggy nipples. Boys, so they're, like, boobs. <laughs> like, they literally do not care about, like, the way the the way in which they fall like they just are excited to be in the presence of breath so I wouldn't worry about that hindering your dating life at all but like it does feel like there's like a deep insecurity inside of you that like you think that the surgery would fix and I like totally hear that as someone who's had many procedures done like I don't know I just feel like if you want to get the surgery like kids are born on formula and they're totally fine like yeah I agree you could do both I, I don't think it's life or death they're plenty of people who went on to be concert pianists who drank formula I agree and that's what I was gonna say next like on the flip side you know plenty of people don't breastfeed who even haven't had to make this choice or don't breastfeed for very long and what if you know it doesn't work out it doesn't work out regardless so it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself Um, at 21 like I think you could just get the surgery I don't know. I think you could just get the surgery. I just personally, like, I'm pretty much in the same boat as you, and I did Same, and I'm going to wait till after. Yeah. And she's also, like, a prenatal specialist. Like, that's what she does for work, so she knows really a lot about the benefits of breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You also just, like, got to live your life. Yeah, and I mean, how nice would it have been to be in, like, 21 wearing Kylie Swim? And, like, having perky little breasts. Like, oh, a triangle bathing suit? Sure. Yeah. Oh, bathing suit from Target? Sure. Yeah, borrow my friend's bathing suit? Sure. sure. Yeah, no, like, I don't know. I kind of, like, love that experience for you. I don't know. I'm really, I will support you either way. I know that's not a helpful. I know. I will support you either way as well. It's not helpful, but. You also don't need to decide right now. Yeah, that's true. Like, you could do it in a year. Yeah, totally. Maybe try Orchard Street first. Okay, we have two more. One is a submission and one is an update, and it is brought to you by Ready Slim. We've been feeling amazing. We have more energy. We feel lighter and we're getting great sleep, feeling super refreshed every morning thanks to the Ready Slim Detox Teas. Ready Slim's detox teas are made with high quality, 100% organic herbs that gently boost your metabolism 
and help digestion while also reducing bloating and gas. We've added it to our healthy lifestyle and we already feel a few pounds lighter. Their detox teas are made with no fillers, no additives, and no laxatives, so they're safe to drink daily. The best part of Ready Slim is how it aids in weight loss, plus it's keto friendly. Say hello to a better, brighter you, and right now for a limited time, you can save 25% on your first order of Ready Slim's 28-day detox tea kit, plus get a free collapsible water bottle. Go to readyslim.com slash toast, that's R-E-A-D-Y-S-L-I-M dot com slash toast, to save 25% on your first purchase of Ready Slim's 28-day detox tea kit, plus a free collapsible water bottle. Readyslim.com slash toast. Okay, next up. Hey, hey, Jack and Claude. A fellow New York City toaster here. There has been absolutely breaking news in my life that I'm in dire need of advice on. On behalf of my best friend, Nicole, since middle school. My best friend, let's call her Nicole, for confidentiality's sake, has been in a relationship with her boyfriend for six plus years. They met in college while he was a senior and she was a freshman. She got the impression at first that he was a playboy, but has never had any suspicions or doubts. Until this past weekend when she received a DM on Instagram from a burner account telling her that her boyfriend has been cheating on her. Nicole immediately freaked out and told me and then confronted her boyfriend. He initially denied, denied, denied the entire thing until the guilt must have eaten him alive and he admitted it all. To make matters even worse, they are about to move in together for the first time this weekend as they have been doing long distance for years as he lives four hours away. Nicole is absolutely distraught and doesn't know what to do because they already signed the lease and have some things moved in. She has only told me as her true bestie, but she hasn't told any of her college friends or even her mom and sister as they would immediately banish him from the family. I really loved Nicole's boyfriend, so I am enraged and very upset to hear this news. I can only offer her so much advice, but obviously this is a very dicey situation as timing makes everything worse. Would love to hear your fabulous advice. Sincerely, a sad toaster who is dying on the inside for her best friend. Ugh, you know, apartments make things, like, so... Complicated, but they're yeah. not moved in yet. Also, like, I know that um, cheating is cheating. But, like, did he drunkenly make out with a girl at the bar? Or is he carrying on a years-long affair? Yeah, we do need more information on what the actual incident was because it does make a difference. Cheating is cheating, but, like, I do believe, like, no. I'm, I'm sure it's bad because, like, someone had to make a burner account. Like, someone felt compelled to tell her, and he lied for so long. And it's not like he did something bad. He felt guilty. He came to her. So it's not good. Yeah, um, they should of, definitely, even if they want to work things out, they should not move in together mm -hmm. while they work it out. He can move into the apartment and pay yep. the rent. Yep, while, yep, yep. And as, you know, penance for what he did. And she can, you know, stay with, stay with you, you or stay in her old apartment, whatever. Um, but... If she moves in with him right now, like, of course, that will mean that they will stay together. He will have learned nothing. Yeah. Paid no consequences. And it will happen again. Honestly, that was fire advice. Like, I don't think it would have come up with anything better. Like, he has to take on the burden of the apartment and the financial burden. Like, he's the one who ruined this relationship. Because otherwise, everything would be fine. And you guys would be living in your fabulous apartment, splitting the rent. But no, he had to go and be an asshole. So that. And also, the thing with cheating, obviously, cheating is terrible. I feel as though if I were ever cheated on, the cheating would bother me. But what would bother me maybe even more is like the lying straight to my face, the sneaking around and like being capable of having like two lives. Like mm -hmm. that would bother me, scare me even more like the fact of like him having sex with someone else. So like there's a lot to work through and it's not going to get worked through right now. And I don't think working through it while living in a new apartment together is the best way to do it because you're just digging yourself in deeper and making it harder to leave if that's what you really end up needing to do. Yeah. Don't let her move in with him. Let yet. her stay with you. And this is his problem. He's, he shit the bed and he has to clean it up and pay the rent. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Agreed. Okay. Finally, the one we've all been waiting for. Update from the girl who found adult diapers in her husband's closet. 
Good morning, Jackie and Claudia. Thank you for eating my email almost a year ago. Yes, I loved eating it. <laughs> I wanted to provide you all with an update. So much has happened to me in the last year. After finding boxes of adult diapers hidden in our home, I confronted my husband about it and I was shocked and heartbroken when he explained to me that he has been hiding this part of his life with me for years. I wonder what our advice was. Well, I think maybe we thought it was like kinky. Like, oh. He has been wearing diapers since he was a child into, and into his adult life. He is currently 32 years old, truly heartbroken and devastated. I have since left my husband. I tried to understand where he was coming from and be there to support him, but I couldn't get over the fact that he lied to me for so many years. So he's just, um, like... I'm not sure. Like, she just said he's been wearing diapers since he was a child and into his adult life. He's currently 32 years old. So I guess he just never stopped wearing diapers. Because he's not... She, just wait. I tried to understand where he was coming from and be there to support him, but I couldn't get over the fact that he lied to me for so many years. As crazy as it sounds, it wasn't even the diapers as much as his, as him lying to me for right. so long. That's what you I know, just said. It's like, never the crime. It's always the cover-up. Yeah, and like you can say like he's not potty trained and for some reason... Like, sorry. I don't think you call it potty trained when the person's an adult, but yes. Okay, but no, but whatever it is, like he can't control his bladder. That could be like a... I've not heard of that, but that could be like a... Bio, a health thing, a for health sure. Thing. Like, you love someone through that. Like of if course. That's not something... Like, I'm sorry. That's not a deal breaker. No, the lying, sneaking around makes you think, what else are they capable 100%. of? 100%. And like, that there's this big wedge between you. It's like, did I ever really know you if this is literally something that you do every single day and you didn't feel like you could share it with me? So wait, there's more. Since separating, life has honestly been so great. Oh. My ex and I decided to remain friends and I'm there for support if he ever needs someone to talk to. He has also since come out as gay, which is something he has been burying his entire life, and he is so much happier being his true self. That's fabulous. I'm so happy for him. As for me, oh my God, I have chills. I actually ended up, sorry, wait, I lost my spot. As for me, I actually ended up falling in love with my best friend. I confided in him during the situation, and he has been so helpful in my healing. We've been so close since high school, and the only man I've ever fully been my true self with and knows everything about me. It's the healthiest, happiest relationship I've ever been in. We just got a house together and a puppy, and I got a new job. It's crazy to think about how much life has changed in one year, and I want to thank you so much for giving me the courage to confront my ex about his diapers because I don't know that I ever would have, and we both would be living a lie for who knows how long. Thanks, girlies. Love you so much. Oh, my God. There's so much to unpack here. He came out as gay. She fell in love with her best friend. She got a house, dog. a dog, a man, a job. Oh, my God. We're literally changing lives. That is so beautiful. And, you know, with the diapers thing, it's like, I still don't understand why, he, like, if it was a health issue or mm -hmm. he was like, I don't know. But, and this is kind of what we were saying before, like it's never just the one thing. Like there's always more underneath. It's that's, a smoking gun. Yeah. So I think, and that's what we always say here when it comes to relationships, like really talking about it can never steer you wrong. I know, but it's so funny. It's so awkward. like I don't take that advice. Never. I bury everything unless it's like, my philosophy is I bury it. And then if, if, I'm having, if I'm not having success burying it, then I bring it up. But sometimes I can bury something and I will literally forget about it. And It's I, not like it like bottles up and festers inside me. Like someone will remind me, like remember them. And I'm like, oh shit, yeah. No, I bury hatchets, but I keep maps of where I put them. Oh, that's, that's the most toxic behavior. So toxic. That's really bad. Like no. And it, I bury hatchets, but I keep maps of where I put them. No, sometimes I like genuinely forget I was, that I was upset about that thing. And that's Never. good. That means it didn't require conversation. Right, that like, means you're healing. Yeah, nature is healing. But then sometimes I, it's like, 
like eating you up eating me up and then it's conversation time that's nice and healthy but that works for me everybody's different no to be honest like I'm very much I do take my own advice in this particular situation there's nothing that goes on in my relationship that bothers me that I do not verbalize like Uh I'm almost a little too communicative I'm a I'm a pick your battle sort of girl no I just don't like conflict so it's it has to really really be eating at me for me to want to engage in confrontation no I'm a pleasure to be married to I always have something to say that's funny yeah um well well, that was very exciting that is really exciting I'm really happy not expecting all of that no me neither see this is why we love updates no matter how long ago we read your prompt this has been a year and she had so much to update us on. So if we've read your prompt recently, email us deartoasters at gmail.com with an update. We would love to hear from you. And if you just have a problem you want our help with, deartoasters at gmail.com. That is the email. That is our show. That is the final show of the week, you guys. Wow. I'm headed out. We're back on Monday and Tuesday of next week with yep, podcast we're only. We're back epi- on Tuesday. We're back on Tuesday of next week with a podcast only episode and back in studio on Wednesday. Yes. And new episode of the Redhead Shops Thursday. So if you're looking for some content, head over there. And as always, we have premium episodes on all of our TNN shows. We've got The Snatcher. We've got Mood. We've got Caviar Dreams. We've, we've got, got our Patreon. Night. We've got our Patreon. So really, there is enough content to go around. Just make sure you space it out right. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us, Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. If you made it to the end of this episode, congratulations, you're a true toaster, a part of the society, season two. Uh, and to let us know that you have made it to the end of this episode, why don't you drop an emoji on your most recent Instagram pic? Perhaps the emoji of... Is there a diaper? No, I don't think so. Maybe the poop emoji? Mm, no, no, that's so rude. rude. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe it was diapers for poop. As opposed to for what? Pee. What about, why not both? I guess both. I was just only thinking about pee. No, I was thinking about poop. Oh. Um... Okay, well, now that we said it, let's just do the poop emoji. (laughs) The poop emoji. We love you guys. Have a great day. And we'll see you on Wednesday and Tuesday of next week. Bye. Goodbye.